Hey, when you thought about the drug dealers, the gangbangers, the thugs, has it ever come to mind? Maybe these people just want a job? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. I say we talk about that, shall we? Yes, sir. Shorty loves it, yeah. Loves that I'm a dog. They don't want it, yeah. They scared of what I know. Told you the budget, yeah. I gotta get my own. Shout out my bros, this right here deserves a toast. Hey, it's EDB. That's Eric Deshaun Barrett for this day 23 of month 2, 2024. It's so good to be with you. On behalf of the platform which you've chosen to consume this, I appreciate you. and Thank you for doing whatever is necessary to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they're released to the internet. And also slide into somebody's DMs. You know how we do. Make sure it's consensual. Don't be sliding. Nobody's DMs don't want you. Let them know we out here doing what we're doing. It's a good day. It's Friday. If you are listening to this when it's released, there's a lot of things going on. Got to get that. I got to get to bed. Because I got to get up watch that WWE. That Elimination Chamber at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning in Perth, Australia. They 11 hours. 11 hours, I believe it is. Ahead of us, at least in that section of Australia, they are. And so I think he said uh, it took 30 hours for them to get there to Australia. Anyway, uh, that's 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 for those who like the WWE, who who love they wrestling. That's going to pop off here tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, two twenty four. That is also my granny's birthday. My granny would have been, I think I wrote it down somewhere. It may be in the calendar. Uh, but my granny, I believe the year was 110. She died at 93 in 2005, which was um, nine years. Is it? Not, no, that wasn't nine years ago. That was 19 years ago she died uh, in 2005. Right? Huh. Yeah, she was 93 when she died then. And uh, 19 years ago, my grand, we, yeah, Lord have mercy on, on my soul. 19 years. God bless you. Anywho, uh, that's tomorrow, February 24. I should go out, ride out to the cemetery, find out where she is and go sit down and say hi to her. I think. They all still out there. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll ride out tomorrow. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to say something and do something. Maybe on Instagram. Hey, it's EDB on Instagram. Go check that out. And, and you can see where my granny is buried tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see. It's raining out there now. I don't know if I want to go out there and see the dead in the rain. Why are you seeking to live in amongst the dead? Especially when it's raining outside, boy. You trying to die with him? Catch pneumonia? Come on, that boy. Go on in there. What are we doing today? We got a lot on our brain today. Uh, we have a lot on our brain every day, but but we only talk about specific things. Uh, later on in the day, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, I want to do something different. And I was feeling some type of way about doing this on Friday when we are not really going to be around uh, tomorrow. Uh, we, we're definitely... Uh, uh, put something out to because uh, we're on our 40 day journey and we don't want to get uh, off kilter with that. So we'll, we'll put some bullets out somewhere. Maybe we haven't decided how we want to do that yet. But for the most part, we're not going to be around with a full fledged conversation like we have here. And so we're not going to do it till, or should I say, we're not going to return, at least on this platform, will be Hey CDB Meditations, which will uh, take place on uh sunday at 6 a.m if you want to call in uh, at 6 a.m what's that number there uh i don't even know what the number is but you know you might not want to get up that early to call in if not then uh you can definitely uh hit me up on the socials uh we'll put it out there uh and they have the number and everything on there so that's another good way to follow me on hey it's edb on Instagram, on Twitter, y'all call it the X now, and even on YouTube's, 
Yeah, we got to get back into our, our shorts game. It's, it's hard doing social media when you're trying to figure out what to put on all these different social sites and things. And, and, and it sounds like I'm, I'm complaining. I don't want to sound like that, but you know, it's, you know, creating content. Everybody, I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah, dude, you were better off as a stalker at the Walmart. They gave you a list. They told you the number of the shelf and you stacked it. And even that was hard as hell. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, but but the moral story is I was starting something today. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, I know you got caught up in the sauce. And you was like, what that boy talking about? I know. But I want to introduce something. Uh, we're here for about an hour. And when I look down at my watch at the Apple Fitness, it says even right now that I have done uh, four hours. I got to work on my fifth hour. Got to get my eye, my body moving. Got to get my arms shaking. Go ahead and shake your arms right now. Just shake your arms right now. All you people out there sitting at your desk, just shake them arms. Yes, yeah, you know, I wish I, I wish I, I wish. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's right, Mr. DJ. We're going to shake them arms. Yes, sir. It ain't going to take us long. About 15 seconds. Shake them arms. Yeah, get them stuff moving. You got to get that hour accounted for. You know how many hours you have lost? How many goals you have missed? How many of them little awards you have not achieved? Because you just didn't get up and shake them arms a little bit. Just shake them arms. A little bit. There you go. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, oh, ah, oh, I, I feel the beat. I feel the beat. Yes. It's, it's see, see how getting in your elbows and in your shoulders and get you all moving. Sometimes I wish this was a, a video so you can see how I'm just a grooving and a guiding and a. And, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right, Mr. DJ. Thank you. Thank you. Cut it off now. Thank you. But if you like me, you just got your fifth hour in. You only need six. For the course of a day, uh, six hours to stand. For those of you who are familiar with how the uh, the uh, Apple Watch works, um, but I also thought about how can we focus on active living while we are working. I thought about that. How can we do that? Now, many of us are at the house now. We're, I used to, when I started doing these conversations, it was a little bit hard because some of it was um, post-pandemic or was it pre-pandemic? Some of it was pre-pandemic. Others were post-pandemic. I can't remember the details, but the moral of the story is we were not as as driven as we are now. What I mean by that is we were not at the house. You know, we were not... Working from home like we are now. And if we were working from home, we, we, we didn't have the mindset. Now we kind of in a work from home mindset. And it's an opportunity for us as I'm seeing various people who are out here in these streets who are trying to push the idea of more people being at the house doing what they do. So what I decided is since I'm already at the house, what can I do at the house that can motivate me. And I found out that the Apple Watch has a thing called the dance feature. You ever seen that? Now, most people say, well, Eric, you have to understand that that is a feature that is specifically driven. I don't give a rat's behind about what it's driven for. It, 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 it lets me burn calories which also gives me a good opportunity to get my heart rate up, to get me a little musk, because that's what I want. I just want to sweat a little bit, want to stink a little bit. And then I feel better because my body and my joints is moving. That is all we trying to do here. Everybody else that want to be all highfalutin and all sophisticated and all deep with it, that's what you do. That's not what we trying to do here. So when somebody come tell you that, Mm -hmm. You you tell them that. Look, I'm just trying to get me a little muscle on. I paid all this money for this deodorant. I just want to make sure that I put it to the test. This antiperspirant that I got on, we'll make sure it works. Mm -hmm. So I'm putting a little musk on. Uh huh. Get me a little heart rate up. Mm -hmm. Burn me a little calories. Mm -hmm. 
get me a little, get me a little numbers in. Say I did something, something, something. Mm-hmm. And they get them bones moving before I get old Arthur. Oh, arthritis and birth and a husband is it arthritis. Arthritis is the man. Yeah, okay. Well, it's twenty twenty three. You have to ask with the you know. That's why you got the pronouns. You know, he, she, and 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 okay. Uh, Arthur and then her her his husband. No, his wife. Yeah, uh-huh. you got to ask that too because some okay. Uh, Arthur and Bertha and Bertha Bertha's arthritis and bursitis yeah them two them two move into your body Arthur sometimes come by himself because he a hoe but every now and then he finds one of them little chickadills one of them little uh them little uh chick chicks that will they'll, they'll do a threesome and he said hey bird come on over here i found one that'll take us both <laughs> actually they didn't take you you just decided she was gonna move them in anyway but that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day so what we're gonna do is at in the middle of our time together, we're going to carve out about eight to ten minutes every day inside of here. Thank you, Mr. DJ, Ma'am, DJ, Non-Binary DJ, for doing this because we're going to incorporate inside an opportunity to do some lovely dance moves. It's just just you dancing like you like you get a song on, like you get something in your playlist. And you just get your body and moving and get to jamming. It's enough. That is a workout. That's something that you can say you did. And we can do that right here amongst ourselves. Thank you to Mr. DJ, Ma'am DJ, Non-Binary DJ. No copyright sound out here in these streets. Empowering creators through royalty free. And no copyright music. That's what we're going to do uh, in just a few. Uh, we're also today going to uh, read uh, When Faith is Forbidden. You know, we're doing the 40 Days on the Front Line with Persecuted Christians by Todd Nettleton. We're going to read chapter or day five. Uh, which is basically part two of Hassan. You remember Hassan yesterday was the one that was, he just won a good job. And uh, he was doing the drugs and all these other good things. And, and he just won a good job. We're going to talk a little bit about that. And I got some some notes on my mind. We're going to talk about that in just a few moments. But we're going to look at which one of those is bad is what we're going to look at. And our verse of the day is going to be Philippians. So go ahead and, and try to get all that stuff marked. Uh, first of all, if you if you want to get the book, When Faith is Forbidden, they sent me a card uh, and told me how you can do that. Uh, it's up here. It's just up here, right? I'm sorry, I just hit you. And that's the chair making all that noise as I was getting up. Uh, woo! Okay, I'm trying to get settled back in. I got up. See what we got here. Uh, you can... This is, it says tear this off, but this is if you want to send it uh, back on the card. But you can uh, request your free book. Uh, you can call 800-747-0085. Or you can visit VOM, which is VOM.org, forward slash when faith is forbidden. Uh, you can do that and uh, get you a free copy of the book uh, by Todd Nettleton. And uh, they'll send you something. I just want to do this just because I wanted to do this right here. And I don't know why. Hold on. Whoa! That was me ripping up the thing. I just wanted to do that because for some reason <laughs> I feel like I need to be in an ADD moment. Um. So you can do that, or that, that's for free. You know, or you can you you can be a big shot and go in and buy you a copy online somewhere. I think it's like thirteen to fifteen dollars somewhere if you get it off the internets. So you know, do what you do. God bless your heart. All right, get that all. You get all that stuff in in the play. You got your marching orders, if you please. Uh, we're going to tell somebody. We're going to make sure that we are all logged in, all subscribed or added or followed, whatever we're supposed to do. And uh, if you got the book, you're going to get uh, chapter or day five all opened up. And then you're going to also open up uh, first, no, Philippians 1, 19 through 21. We're going to get all that, 
all lined up and all situated. And we're going to get, as they say, a two or two. If you got a pause here for the calls to get everything together, that's a good opportunity. That's basically what I was getting to. Go ahead and take a pause, get everything together, and we're going to get, as I said, a two or two. It. I thank you for being with us. Hope you all settled in. You took care of business. Maybe went to the toilet. You know, got everything you need to do so we can get all settled in and do what we got to do. I want to, Dr. Jamal Bryant, let me start there. Dr. Jamal Bryant now pastors uh, the New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Lithonia, Georgia, Stonecross, Georgia, uh, in that section, suburbs of Atlanta. Dr. Jamal Bryant uh, succeeded Bishop Eddie L. Long. I was trying to think about do I want to say his name because you know how y'all get. We we yeah y'all in this because God bless you. We try to figure out how to get you back on topic because you know you tell somebody yeah that's Eddie Long and then we are gonna spend twenty five minutes talking about a dead man. We don't want to do that. But uh, before he pastored at uh, New Birth in Lithonia, he was pastoring at a church that I believe he founded in Baltimore named Empowerment Temple. Uh, Empowerment Temple is an AME church. He went from AME to Baptist. You know, that's a whole other conversation for a whole other day. But what he did at this church that he founded in Baltimore, known as Empowerment Temple, was he initiated a program. And this program uh, was designed to buy guns off the streets. And so what he did is he put out advertisements, you know, to all the gangbangers, all, all the, the, the folks of interest. And he said to those folks of interest, he said, listen, what I need from y'all is to bring me your guns. Bring me all your guns. And what he began to do is he bought, the church did, bought the guns, $200 a gun off the streets of Baltimore. At the time that he was doing this, the people was bringing the guns, of course, they was giving the $200, da, 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 da. But a uh, black Cadillac Escalade. Now, it could have been a different color. I might be adding or embellishing by putting a color on the car. I don't, it, it, it really doesn't matter. This big old Escalade shows up. And the Escalade uh, is housed, it housed, it's housing. It has within it. Uh, some serious muscle mass as it pertains to the gangsters. Now, Mr. or Dr., excuse me, put some respect on his name. Dr. Bryant may not have called them gangsters, but I know how some of us feel. We look at these folk but do the drugs and they the gangsters. I actually think that the, the, the real gangsters is, is Henry Kissinger and Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. They, they the real gangsters, but we ain't going to talk about that. So, uh, Mr., uh, excuse me, put some respect on his name. Dr. Jamal Bryant tells his assistant to go to the bank because we need some more money. We need some more money. We can't afford. We ain't got enough cash on us because these, these dudes popping out here. They popping up. We ain't got enough cash. And before he could make the transition or get the transition to the bank uh, in operation, it, 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 get it moving, get it popping, uh, the persons said, we don't need your money. We don't need your $200. We need jobs. Now, I may, as I, as I said, have totally butchered that story. That's why you can go to, to my Instagram. Hey, it's EDB. Check out uh, up in the, uh, the stories. This is my story. This is my 
It, well, I'm not singing in there. Uh, but check it out. You can hear the whole thing for yourself. But here's what popped into my brain while I just happened to have found that because for some reason I was just looking. You ever been? You ever just been looking through the the uh, the search section, the that little search part, the little big old arrow looked like the the uh, Sherlock Holmes magnifying glass on the on the Instagram app. I just happened to see him pop up and and I began to think about it. Where are the jobs here in Norfolk? Where are the top paying jobs here in Norfolk? I have been a part of the Norfolk system now close to 40 years if I live to see May 9. And in my 40 years, I cannot tell you where a significant job is in this area. Now, they're here, but they're not massive. We have no Google. We have no IBM. At least if we do, it's a sub-branch of a main office that's somewhere else, and they're just put here in a little pocket square somewhere. But there are jobs within this community that, that are there, but you don't know about them. Because, again, all we ever been taught is the big boys, the Apples, the Teslas, the Googles, the Facebooks, the Twitters. Uh, we hear about places like Netflix and Spotify and all those boys and girls. But, but these little teeny market pop-ups, if you please. Nobody really knows about them. Then I went to think, okay, so what is the top paying job here in Norfolk that I can find? And, and literally, the only place I found was the post office. The, the a mail processor and a typist, believe it or not, were the two top paying jobs at about $70,000 a year. The top paying job that you can think about on mass is seventy some thousand dollars. Now, people can say, well, Eric, the price of living is not that high there, and so seventy thousand dollars is a good salary because you know you got the price of living and all this other good stuff and everything like that. And I'm saying, but there's a lot of rich people in this town. Are they retired? Well, most of them are, yes. But are they imported in? For retirement. Or did they do something here? Where do you go here. To make that kind of loot. That's the questions. That I want to know. Then I thought about it. A little bit harder. Pastor Bryant was talking about. These drug dealers. And then he began to go on to talk about how we must create jobs and create opportunities and build entrepreneurship platforms and so forth and so on. Many of the things that I've been saying, but truth of the matter is my voice is not as big as his. So I'm thankful that he's saying it because he got a big mouth. And I'm not talking about that, that, you know, physically, but societally, you know, economically, culturally, Dr. Jamal Bryant's got a big old mouth, you see. And so, going back to my little teeny town, because the problem that I have here in Norfolk is one that I am trying to uh, bring out to the surface as much as possible, is that we focus our attention, if you look at our news, most of it stems on what is happening somewhere else. And not enough of it is stemming on what's happening here. Now, I understand why, because our new system is not localized. It is bought and paid for by entities that live somewhere else. Uh, our paper, I believe, is uh, now in the possession of a Chicago, maybe the Chicago Tribune or someone of that nature is who's responsible for the paper. And I haven't read the little uh, newsletter in a long time. It was a paper. Now it's just a little newsletter. I don't even know where they print the thing at anymore. I think they printed in Richmond. Last I checked, I, I think they they printed in, in Richmond. Uh, let me see. Uh, 
here if I can. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work, but uh, I, I want to, uh, let me see. I'm trying to get some information here if I can. Put her on and see if she'll pick up the phone. She may not uh, pick up the phone, but uh, she might. Let me see. Um, she might. Let me see if she does or not. Hello? Uh, greetings and salutations. Hey, how are you? I'm doing fine. I'm in a little bit of a pinch. I'm working on the blog. Uh-huh. And where are the papers printed at these days? Completed. Where, uh, it's completed. Uh, it's completed. It's uh, printed up in Richmond. In Richmond. Who owns them? Oh... Uh, Let's see, who is it? Because I know there was a hedge fund company that bought it out. The Tribune, Tribune doesn't own it anymore, but some sort of hedge fund company that bought out the Tribune. See, I was thinking because I thought it was owned by the Chicago Tribune, so you're telling me it's not. It's owned by somebody else now. Yeah. Okay, I'll have to look into that. Okay, how you doing? I'm doing fine. If you find the information out before I do, please let me know. I'm interested. I'm most certainly will, sir. All right. Let me get back to finishing this blog. And I thank you. I have to tell you, I was in the middle of it. We were talking about it. And I had to get you on the line. And so uh, please forgive me for, uh, for uh, but uh, nobody know who you is. But that's all right. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll call you later. All right. No problem. Uh-huh. So uh, I was wrong in that effort. I ain't done paper since 2014. So I, I don't know. But I can understand why. Uh, the, the, the media is the way that it is because the people who own it have interests that are not necessarily uh, this little region right here called Hampton Roads. So because we do not have anybody to invest in our culture, we are not getting the exposure that we need to learn about what's going on or the access to what we need to learn about what's going on in our region. That being said, I hear a lot from folks who talk about the drug dealers and, and, and our councilman. We have a councilman here named uh, um, uh, Page, J.P. Page. I'm sorry that I struggled with that. I don't know. I just had a. I just went real blank right there for a second. Please forgive me. I ran against the guy. My brother, I lost. That's probably why I forgot. Because you know I forget my failures. Um. Nonetheless, J.P. Page has been working on uh, a a an effort. I don't know if it's collaborated, but to some degree there was some collaboration uh, here a few moments ago in his latest thing, Iron Sharpened Iron. He had a, uh, a a little town hall, if you please. And uh, the thing that was fascinating about what he's doing is he's trying to bring the gangsters, as you say, and uh, or the criminals or the crime person, the people who are actually doing crime. He's trying to bring them to the table with the people. He's trying to bring everybody to the same table, from from the crime and the drug dealer to the millionaire. I'm trying to remember exactly how it was put out in public because I don't want to say anything that's privatized. I want to talk about public. What, 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 I don't want to tell you what I think. I want to tell you what's actually out there. Okay. So um, in sticking with that, now, I want to, I want to confess something to you. That's what I want to do. I want to confess because I had a problem with this objective when it first came out partially no mostly 95 no 97 no 99.9 percent .9 of it is because i didn't understand it but i've had time to process it now and i get it i get what he's doing i get why he's doing it i had a conversation with some senior people and i said listen i get it y'all had to work four jobs just to keep the lights on Number one, that was wrong. That was wrong. Think about it for this second. Jeff Bezos makes, watch this. He is worth now, in 2023, 2024, 
Jeff Bezos is worth a hundred and seventeen. Uh, the Virginia Pilot is owned by parent company Tribune Publishing. This company was acquired by Aladdin Global Capital, which operates its media properties. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a call back here. Hold on. Uh, da, da, da. I was reading your text. Is Alden? Alden Global Company. Okay. That's, that's who they were acquired by. All right. See, I knew you were smart. And, 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 yeah, and, and they are a hedge fund company out of... Oh, they're a hedge fund company. I believe they're out of Chicago. Let me be sure. Why do I want to name this up here? Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold this up. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm working on the blog. I'm working on the blog, and, and you and you're doing good for the blog. You're doing good for the blog. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they had to help you with the blog. Yeah, you helped me with the blog, and I'ma tell them you told me. Good. Okay. Alden Global Capital is a hedge fund based out of Manhattan, New York. Oh, they're in Manhattan. Yes, it was founded in 2007 by Mr. Randall D. Smith. Uh huh. Who is the managing director? I see. Its managing director is Keith Freeman. Oh. R-E-E-M-A-N. Oh. This is called good information. Yes, it is. Well, I'm. A, the, company, I'm... the company is worth ninety million. Oh, okay. Okay, so you so you'll be aware. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm trying to figure out how to get us some jobs right here. I want us all to be able to get stay-at-home jobs and, and work-from-home jobs. That's what I'm working on for the blog. Yeah, and not, not, not just stay-at-home jobs. they got to be some nice hop-hands, though. You, you, you know, you, starting at at least, you know, in the 20s. In the 20s. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, my, my philosophy is everybody make about $40,000 a year starting. We'll be all right. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, be yeah, nice. yeah, that's what we're working on. That's what we're working on. Listen, let me finish the blog. Okay, make sure you add my name now so that way they, you know, I was a contributing factor. Oh, 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 we already got it because I ain't turned it off. So I call you back. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. So, so, uh, 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 JP, thank you. Uh, 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 I call her the paper lady. Oh, Sister Angelina, that was who that was. But JP is doing this project. And uh, he's trying to bring all the people together, trying to get the people some jobs and things, and they just get the conversation. But what I was talking about was Jeff Bezos, because that was where I started to understand what JP was doing when I realized Jeff Bezos is worth $177 billion. Now, watch this, my friends. Jeff Bezos literally makes eight million dollars per hour per hour this dude makes eight million dollars per hour now all we need jeff is about 10 million dollars 10 million dollars to go towards making sure as i just shared with miss angelina Irvin, and she agreed with it she's a hard-working sister we just want $40,000 a year. That's all we want. People who really want to go to work, who really want to be a contributing, wheel-turning member of society, who really want to be able to take care of themselves, and I'm clapping my hands because I want you to know that I'm serious. $40,000 a year. That's all we want starting. Some of us will be okay with just $40,000 a year. Let me tell you something's happening here in my house. I can't talk about anybody else's house. I'm going to tell you about mine. Don Hester hits me up for $2,000 a year. That's about five, some $600 every quarter. Six times four is $1,800. And it ain't $600 even. It's $600 and some chump change. So it's pushing about $2,000. Dominion gets me for about 200 some dollars a month. So that comes out to almost $3,000 a year just to keep the lights on the house. I have a fully electric home. So, 3,000 on top of the 2,000 from dawn. Now we're at 5. That's for the whole year. 
Then my water people, my HRDS or whoever them boys are, they come hit me up for probably about another $150 to $200 a month, which puts me at another two dollars to $3,000 a year. So now we got to, let me see here, you're doing math. You got $2,000 to Don Hester, that's the city treasurer, for my, tax, for my taxes. You got uh, uh, three thousand to to Dominion. You got three thousand to the water people, and not only are they my water people, they take my trash too. That's all included in my bill. Storm water, where the dogs and the, and the geese poop, all that is all that I'm paying for. So now three six, that's eight thousand dollars a year, just to those three entities. Who did I forget? Oh, I got to have insurance on my house. That's about $2,000 twice a year. So now that's 10, right? That's on the insurance, on the water, on the electric, on the taxes. I have not done any maintenance to my house yet. I ain't cut no grass. I ain't trimmed no bushes. I haven't bought groceries. I haven't bought no drawers. I ain't bought no lasso. I ain't bought no deodorant to handle my funk. I'm talking about let's get up in here and take about 8-10 minutes and get a little must on us. And now I just realized I ain't got no deodorant. Because that won't end in the, in the cut. You see what I'm saying? And then, how am I going to get to the grocery store or to the job? I got to have a car. Oh, wait, Don. Don. Come on back here. Come on back here. I know you happy. Because I just realized you got to come see you. Yeah, I just realized you come to see me again. Because you want some money for that car out there. How many times did you come? Twice a year for that? What's that? About $300? My wife had a little bug. One of them little, uh, what do you call them little things? Them little uh, Mitsubishi. Uh, um, Mitsubishi Mirages. And Don Hester. Don Hester came. With a $299 charge for me to have that Dodge, not the Dodge, that Mitsubishi Mirage, $299 for that car. Now, I can understand why you came, Don Hester, for the $299 for the Cadillac, because it's a Cadillac. But that little old bug, so twice a year, out of my house. You wanted $299, you want $300. So that's $600 for the Cadillac and $600 for the Mirage. That's another $1,200. We are now at $12,000 a year, and that is just to utilities. Utilities. Half these people, that's all they make is $12,000 a year. Jeff Bezos? So just $10,000. No, excuse me. $10 million. No. Give me $10 billion. $10 billion, That'll just drop you down to $167 billion? $10 billion and spread that out equally amongst all Amazon employees. Because they ain't getting paid worth a damn. You know? There's some other stuff here that I think we didn't cover everything that I want to talk about it in this section. Uh, needing a job, you can't, you can't, you can't get mad at the people because they out there selling drugs when we ain't paying them worth a damn. I'm just saying, we can't do that. We can't do that, <clears throat> Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, the Trinity of music. Listen. How about we go ahead and, and get that body moving? Open that app if you got your phone. Open, excuse me, your Apple Watch. Open that app and find the play button. No, we we won't. We won't. We won't dance. Yeah, right. That's right. You can do play if you want to. That'll that'll help you out. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about these apps and how we can use them. That that's something to, to, to really dive into sometime. Let's let's make a date to do that. But right now, let's get that dance app open. And we're going to put about seven minutes on the clock. If you're looking at what you need to do your exercise, nine times out of ten, you can do your exercise in about five minutes. That's all. That's the lowest they require for you to get your goal on the Apple. I don't know about the other apps. Don't know about them. But on the Apple, it's five minutes. Put five minutes on the clock. Actually, we're going to do seven, a good seven. 
And just let it run till the music stops. We're going to play musical chairs. When it stops, you just lose your mind until it stops. How about that? Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, I think we's ready. You got everything logged in? If not, pause it and, and, and you can figure it out. But we moving. Ready? Yeah!
you had a, a good time there all chilling out max and relaxing all cool and what have you and uh we can uh we can keep that going keep that up a little bit that felt good didn't it feel good to you mm-hmm i want to get to our our part before we run out of time our hour we don't want to we want to try to do what we do which one is bad or as it says which one of those is bad we're going to read uh, Philippians 1, 19 through 21, 19 through 21 in just a moment. We want to um, look at when faith is forbidden, 40 days on the front lines of persecuted Christians by Todd Nettleton is what we're reading. This is day five of our 40 day journey. We're doing part two of Hassan. Now, if you remember, Hassan was the guy we talked about yesterday. Uh, who was looking for a job. That's, that's basically all he wanted was a job. And because he couldn't find a job sustainable enough, he went and sold drugs and and did other things that most of us look down upon. But now he has found Jesus. He, he didn't find him because, you know, he was in trouble. He found him because he had just gotten to the bottom of his desperational rope. And he admits it. I was just desperate. I was looking for something and I wasn't finding it. That's different from I, I enjoy a party like some folk come to church. I, I don't mean to beat them up, but let's just talk. Let's, this ain't them folk that came to church. They didn't have a good time. And once their body just won't let them do nothing else. Now they want to get saved. Now, this is a whole different conversation. So now he's uh, working for Jesus. Working for Jesus. Working. Oh, sorry. Keep on. I'm sorry. Keep on. So he's doing the thing. And he gets doing his Bible study. And while he's doing his Bible study, here come the police. Bang, broke through the door. Can, can I just say that you live in a country that allows you the opportunity and the freedom to go one, two, three, sometimes 4,000 deep to church every Sunday and beat people up, talk about the gays and everybody else, trash anybody who you don't agree with, and nobody does anything to you. Talk about the president, call him a piece of trailer trash. Some of y'all said he was a monkey and escaped the zoo. Y'all know what y'all said down at Liberty when Obama got elected. And nobody says anything to you. That's why people tell me, oh, well, I don't know. You feed into that American propaganda. And I'm sitting there like, dude, do you really know what you got here? Yeah, America's fucked up. 
But seriously, compared to this, where dude can't even have a Bible study in the house that he owns, in the apartment that he's paying rent for, he can't even have the privacy to talk to his friends about the goodness of the Lord and have an opportunity to, to shimmer and shake and go, I felt that one. That's what Bishop Elliot Willis used to do every time he got help. He get, oh, I felt that one. And so he'd get arrested. He and his co-workers. They get harder, carted off to jail. And the guards treat him like dog piss. Now, I know that the guards in our jails are not all good. Some of them are some bad people. But truth be told, when we find out about it, when the public heard, when the public hears, the public responds. And them guards get 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 to get to KO. You know, he cause cause, you know, the American propaganda. People don't even know how good they got it. Even in the bullshit, they don't get how good they got it. But I digress. So he's now out of jail, moved to prison, to death row. Level eleven. There's the death row section. And he is literally, the guards didn't even want to be, no, no, dude, no, 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 he's dead. And they're like, we got to go, okay, so let him in. And then the, this, they said this section was ran by the gangs, but the gangs found out who this dude is. They're like, look, you can help us. So he brought, he was brought into with the gangs. He brought into the clique. Watch this. Watch this. This is the part that I want to talk about when I was talking about JP. Councilman Page, the gangs knew that this guy could help them get a better life. That's all these people want is a better life. We look at them like they're thugs and Neanderthals when truth be told, they are human beings in search of a better life. That's the moral of this whole day that I want to talk about. It's how this gentleman who found himself in a pit of severe darkness and gloom. But he had to understand that in all things, he learned something. He learned the importance of a for me understanding people that this story had to be experienced so that it could be told so that little bougie stuck up folks like me can say wait a minute these gangbangers ain't as bad as we want to make them out to be the humans who just want to live their life want to protect their families want to gain something for them and their cheering just like everybody else Philippians 1, 19, reading from the Christian Standard Bible. Because I know this will lead to my salvation through your prayers and help from the Spirit of Jesus Christ, my eager expectation and hope is that I will not be ashamed about anything, but that now, as always, with all courage, Christ will be highly honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I don't think I need to explain anything else. Just leave that right there for your meditational opportunity. And I'ma get it right down sight like Pin down and I'ma get it right down sight like I wanna get ready to get out of your hair for this Friday. If you're listening to this when it's released, 23 days in the month two. But I want to point out some things to you. A couple things. First of all, you know we landed on the moon. 118 billion dollars it costs to put us on the moon 
the first time we've been there since 1972. To put that in perspective, that was 26 Congresses ago, 10 presidents ago. And some of them presidents had two terms. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. I want to talk about Dana Garcia. She's the ex-husband or the ex-wife, should I say. Could be the husband. She might wear the pants. I don't know. But she's the ex-wife of uh, The Rock. God knows how much this woman is worth. But let me tell you what focused on me. Not that she wakes up at 6.30 a.m. and does a little cardio. Not that 9 a.m. she shot and work out clothes, does a little homework, a little research, goes to the library, whatever the case may be. But that this woman goes to work. Watch this. She doesn't get to work until 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. That's when she starts work for the day. And she's worth millions. And millions of dollars. It's about effectively knowing how to work your entrepreneurial skills. Effectively knowing how to harness your craft. Now, maybe you could say, well, Eric, she might do that now, but when she started, well, I don't know when she started. That's kind of the hard thing about being able to respond to these little uh, publications. They tell you about now, but they don't really tell you about the beginning. But the moral of the story is it tells you where we are going. Discover Card and, and, and Capital One, that merger, that is interesting because some of us got Discover Card. My grandmama lived off of Discover. My grandmother taught me how to spin off of Discover. She said, when you go to the store, if your due date is on the 27th of the month, go to the store on the 28th. Do all your shopping on the 28th. Because what will happen is, if you did your shopping on the 28th, if the bill closed on the 27th, then everything that was on your bill before the 27th comes due in... January, if, say if it's, if, if it's February, if it's closed on the 27th, then it's due March 12th. So everything to come due is due March 12th. But if you go buying on February 28th, that's not due till April 12th. People live off of their credit cards. This is one of the hardest things about the, the poor and the working class people. Knowing how to stretch their dollars. And so it's interesting to see how uh, I'm listening to what uh, Senator Warner, Warren and uh, other senators are talking about how they're upset with this merger, how they're scared of this merger. Because what does it do, as Senator Warner, Warren says, what does this do for poor and working class people? Now, you're trying to say, well, that's a national issue. It's a national issue. But didn't I just tell you I got a Discover card? I also got a Capital One card. So that ain't national, brother. That's personal. So it's easy. To, it's kind of crazy. We have, we have to think about what's going on in our, in our world from an economic perspective. We have to pay more attention. And I don't want to sound like I'm preaching, but this is personal. Eric, pay more attention to what's going on out here in these these uh, e these economic streets. You know, what are these what are these other business leaders do? My mom used to say, what do they do? How do these people make money? How do these people live like they live? What do they do to get what they got? Some of them were crooks, but that's a whole other conversation. But what do honest, hardworking people who become successful, how do they get it? What are those options out there? And if there aren't any jobs, then what can I do to effectively build my own economic uh, future? Hmm? That's what we're looking at here. You know it. As we continue our time together. Uh, come Monday now. Don't forget we have church on Sunday. Meditations. Hey, it's EDB Meditations. You can find that anywhere you get your socials, your podcasts. It should be there. You should just go ahead and type in Eric Deshaun Barrett, and both of them should pop up. I'm almost certain that it will. And that'll be awesome sauce. All right? I'm going to get out of your hair here, like I said. I'm going to do so by thank you. I thank you because you care for your friends and your family. I thank you because you share with your communities. And most importantly, I thank you because you pray. You pray not just for the people who lace up the uniform of these states united. You pray not just for the allies of these states united, but you pray for the enemies of allies, the enemies of these states united. Because their kids, their mamas, their daddies, their sons, their daughters, their sisters, their brothers too. Hmm? Lord willing and the creek don't rise, we'll do this again. 
Until then, may the good Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent. One from another. And everybody said, Bye! I'm on my way. Might hit the club and I might stay out. Little chicken on my brand of steak out. Fresh for the mall, got him checking me out. I'm on my way.